Welcome back, old school, on a victorious Monday. Jay Foreman, Husker Hall of Famer. Let me ask you, kind sir, bigger fight of the weekend, Ryan Day and, and Greg Ciano or Tanner Corcoran versus some unknown Hoosier. Bigger uh, fight. I think the Ryan Day and Greg Ciano was more entertaining just because they know it, they've worked with each other, so there's probably some stuff from meetings and stuff like that. We should overdub the video of them yelling at each other and just add our own stuff. <laughs> Hey man, I like it. I like teams. That, I like. I like the intensity, man. You know, Scrappy. I don't think. It, I don't think it's gonna. You know, it's just part of coaching. Part of competing. Scrappy. Um. So hey, you know, Ryan. Ryan Day said, "Don't let these rosy cheeks fool you, man. I ain't no punk." Right? Like he was there. He, he was hyped too. I was like, "Okay, Ryan Day. I, I see you got a little dog in you too." He, he wiped off his facial scrub right? and uh, yeah, he, like, he hey. took off his his rosy cheek mask and got it up there. He was like, "Okay, this is a problem." Um, we. Strick mentioned the, like the big takeaway for you, but for me, it, it I'm trying to find a way to not oversell how much friction this team had to get through to win. Like this wasn't, you know, twelve penalties, uh, an injection, uh, already being shorthanded at at the line position. Um, you know, an 18 year old corner start making his first start. There was friction in play, and at twenty-one, twenty-one, we all yeah. I mean, you're meeting, we all sucked yeah, in some air. Yeah, I mean, you're meeting. You're in the fourth. You're you're going in the fourth quarter. Third quarter was horrible. You know, as far as like the penalties and not being able to kind of get out of your own way. So, and then here you are in a tight game, and, and fourth quarters are long, and the, that game was seemed like it was the longest one in college football history, anyways. And so, you know, you're thinking like, okay, anything can happen. You know, hey, Allah. Iowa last year winning, you know, first, you know, play out of the coming out of fourth quarter, pump block, return, anything can happen. Um, but I think, you know, the coaching staff, you know, um, did a really good job of pushing them through it and coaching them through it. Um, if you watch them, the, you know, they coached guys throughout the whole game. Um, and then I think that helped. And then, you know, once they kind of, I wouldn't say settled down, but had like a reality of, hey, look, our defense is doing a great job, really got a good, you know, idea or concept of what they're doing where we're, they're giving us chance after chance let's just not sh- shoot ourselves in the foot and the plays will be there and then obviously the big pass to, to Trey is there and um that broke the game open and, I, and it kind of let everybody exhale and then but the the best thing was which happened I mean if you want an example Michigan last year Nebraska gets up seven defense went right out there and let Michigan just walk down the field and score well now granted this Indiana team isn't Michigan, uh, Michigan of last year that went to the college football playoffs, but it's happened across the board against any team that they've played at times, you know. And then, you know, the defense was able to go out and get a three and out. Offense gets the ball back, score. You're up by 14. Defense gets another stop. And then they kind of just, you know, you know, played ring around the rosy to end the game. And so it's uh, – it's a good victory, and you know, you know, there's a lot of positives, tons of tons of positives, um, and I don't really view that there's any negatives. There's just some things that need they need to clean up. I mean, you know, right away, Mickey's like, "Hey, look, if we only have referees twice a week, we're going to have them three. Um, I want them to be aggressive, and that's what you should should do. But then you need to teach them how to be aggressive the right way. Um, then you know, you got like you said, 18 year old freshman. I think he learned. He had a really good coverage when he was covering the slot. Um, but you have to realize when you're covering the slot, you gotta most likely, or at least I was taught, taught and and listened to other defensive backs, turn into him. 
right, and and play up through him, and then you turn to the ball more, most likely and kind of box out technique when you're the outside re, outside receivers. But that's just part of experience. But one thing about him, he got beat, came right back <laughs> and competed, and I, I think that's why he's starting now. Is he competed? Um, he knows what he's doing. Never looked out of place. The, the one thing I think that helped this defense. Now, you can talk about schematics and all that and playing, you know, kind of, you know, whatever in, in Bill Bush. The one thing that stood out, and this has to do with Bill Bush and the defensive coaching staff, is very rarely did you see Nebraska not ready to play. Even when, you know, Indiana had success um, offensively. So that allowed them to play faster. The missed tackles, according to PFF, um, was down to six. Okay. Cut in half. Yeah. Well, how how they had more hats to the ball. It's not even. It's not just the missed tackles that hurt Nebraska throughout the season. It's what happened after it. Missed tackle ten yards at least. Guys weren't there, so therefore, you know, you look slower. You look like lethargic, and so now they. I mean, they looked like a lot faster team. You had three or four. I mean, there's numerous times where I think there was one. I think you know maybe Newsom missed a tackle, right? Um, and a tackle he should have made. Three guys are right there. They're one of the best plays of the night where they were throwing, um, you know, kind of like a smoke screen. Uh, Heinrich was taken on the inside guy. The corner was taken on the outside guy. They both kept their their leverage, right? Defeat their block, squeeze the blocks. Buford was able to come up right in the middle and make the tackle along with Heinrich and um, maybe uh, I think it might have been Newsom on the other side you know, where they were all able to get in and assist. That's good team defense and a, and a really, you know, drastic or a good improvement from before. Um, I think the simplicity allowed them not to bust as much, you know. Um, the last uh, touchdown before half, kind of like the pick pick play, you know, you could probably go back and have a different coverage there. But, you know, I think every, they went in uh, halftime and adjusted to the – to the only two scoring drives that they had. Very easily, you could be like, oh, well, here's Georgia Southern again. They even finally caught their rhythm, X, Y, and Z. No, they just they made some adjustments. They understood what they needed to do um, and, and played well. And I, But you know what? There's still a lot of improvement to make defensively. There's still a lot of improvement that they can make offensively. Will it be drastically different? No, but the things that they can improve on can be drastically different in a short term of – you know, defensively. Okay, we're now, you know, especially against the run early, we're there. Okay, now we got to make sure that we focus on the maybe the few times that we do get some, you know, some hitting in this week. We got to run our feet a little bit better on contact, right? We got to be more authoritative when we're throwing off, throwing blocks off of us and getting to the ball, right? Can we get better at getting off the ball? You know, as far as like when we get in our pass rush. Um, but you've seen some a lot of improvement there, and it's allowed the defense to play better. Now, I will say this, you know, Bill Bush had a big part of it. The coaching staff, you know, I will say this, that, you know, for them to have a super, I always say a super transition from the players, I mean, from the, or in the coaches, assistant coaches on the defense side of the ball, from Eric Shenander being let go, who's been there for four, you know, four years and, you know, however many games, right? He's been their leader, right? Somebody that they've worked closely with, and that's been the least amount of turnover as far as coaches, you know, it was like, cause you know, we had, you know, two offensive coordinators, so forth and so on for him to be gone. And then not somebody that's already been there before not being promoted. And then bill Bush, obviously being there, but being the special teams coach 
coming being a defensive coordinator, you know, I want to give the assistant coaches, uh, defense assistant coaches, their due for even if if they had an issue with it or whatever, they put it aside and were definitely professionals and helped this defense play better and bought into whatever con- conceptually Bill Bush was trying to do to to allow the kids to play better, but then also for the coaches to coach better, essentially because it's you know ultimately the coaches want the players to play well. So I mean, you got to give everybody you know kudos there to do that. Um, you know because and what not saying it wasn't like that before, but you know there could be a little bit of uh, angst, anxiety, you know because you know one they're you know person that they care about you know got let go, which is Shenander. And then Bill Bush, you know, you could have, you know, people looking at him sideways. But I think they all got, got into it and were professionals about it. So I think that's um, commendable. Uh, I do think that the defense executed better, you know, but I, I think part of the reason what hurt them earlier in the season, they just weren't playing well. And I think what happened also, you saw some young guys in there early, right? And you saw a little bit more Drew and in, in win. You saw Jamari Butler come in and get a tackle right away pass breakup that he should have picked off, right? You got a young freshman quarter, corner starting. Um, uh, I think Singleton was it was in there early at safety. Um, and maybe another combination as well. You saw um, you saw Va Clements in there at linebacker. You saw um, Klorvik in there at linebacker. You saw, obviously, Gifford. Um, I'm not sure. I think Omar Brown got in there. So you saw a little bit. A little bit of the depth or got other guys playing right and, and then playing well because you saw the n- number of tackles spread out throughout a lot of names but what that did was if you had a few guys that were comfortable being o- just okay or average well reality is you know what was being said earlier might have been hollow words you know from you know you know coaches or whatever well, sometimes it's just the pause well, if it's, it's ho- just if it's, the pause if it, well, to change motivation, like a, well, if it's hollow words, if you're saying, "Hey, you know, look, if you don't, if you don't handle your business, you know, somebody else would be in there." Well, then you go out there and don't handle your business, and you're still in there. Those are hollow words. Well, Mickey already told you, look, dude, you, <laughs> you ain't gonna come out here half stepping and think you we just gonna just keep you're not grandfathered into playing. Well, what that did was a guy that got guys in early, improved your depth, it gives guys some rest so they can finish right, which I think helped down the stretch. But then also it gave him a dose of reality, too. I mean, you saw everybody that you expected to play well. You know, and conceptually, Indiana's a better offense, regardless if their number one receiver is out, better offense than Georgia Southern, top to bottom. Better quarterback, running back, receivers. Offensive line is probably like a, you know, toss-up, better tight end, right? You saw them, you know, play better. But I think it was a combination of that as well. You saw everybody that was supposed to play better or play consistent did. You saw Luke Reimer, you know, probably the player of the game on defense, right? Active, pass breakup, interception, big game-changing hit. Nick Heinrich, consistent. You know, you saw Garrett Nelson uh, sack. You saw Caleb Tanner do like three or four pressures. Um, then you saw the, you know, the, you know Newsom making some plays and some corner. You saw some guys that – had needed Ty Robinson not only had a sack but he had a huge tackle for loss earlier in the game, right? So you so big you, play late is right, like right. his play late was huge. It was huge. You know, I know you went in there unblocked, but at the end of the day, that's their fault. That ain't it's your job to make the play. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that made a lot of money and not getting blocked and getting sacked. So you saw the guys that you heard about in the off season, 
right? All of them showed up. And they were consistent throughout the whole game. And that's what you that's the expectation. And so it was the, you know, direct or indirect circumstance of the true open competition. So be it. And that doesn't mean that you, you know, if you have a, you know, bad quarter or a series that you're going to be on the milk carton, but you know, if you're not showing up with your mind right, you got more than, you know, capable people that got to step up. So um you know, I think it was a good effort by the defense offensively. Um, I think they ran the ball a little bit better. I would, you know, I like I would have liked to see them, you know, pound them a little bit more in the first half. But that's you know the hindsight, which is twenty twenty. I'd like to see you know a little bit better, you know, continuity or communication in you know quite frankly execution in the past past pro, pro game. Um, you know, one of, like when they ran kind of like a delayed loop uh, stunt. And Bryce Benhart got the um, holding penalty. That had mm-hmm. nothing to do with – it wasn't something confusing. Confusing. He knew who would have blocked, then he went for him, but he was just too top-heavy. So when you're top-heavy, you end up grabbing, and then when you're at the point of attack, that's just ready-made for a, a holding a penalty. But I will say this. Turner gets thrown out of the game, right, or ejected. Brent Banks, who, who hadn't played mu- much at all significant, you know, snaps. Goes in at left tackle, you don't even hear his name, right? Just, hey, hey, dude. In the best way possible. Right, but I'm saying, hey, dude, you, you've been chilling? Here, get in the game. <laughs> Run, right? Handles his business. Now, was it perfect? No. But handle this business where you're like, oh, man, we can't run. It's not that like we couldn't run offensive plays because he played, right? Well, then on the other side, who, you know, and, uh, was it Hunter Anthony? Hunter Anthony. An- An- got in earlier. But what you saw from him is what you want. The the want to and the action of trying to finish blocks, right, and bringing a different type of tempo. That's what you. So that's what's that's what's it's exciting, and and you know encouraging. Now, as we sit in the offensive line room, or you know they're looking at stuff like, yeah, we need to get a lot better at that. Now you're getting other guys in, and when Kevin Williams comes back, without, you know however long with his ankle injury. Then you're like, okay, now we got now we got some now we got some guys that can you know b- provide some punch and with a little bit of an attitude, and so I think that was good. But we just need to stop the direct access to our quarterback as far as getting hit because that hit that he took was that was a hit in this day and age that was a pretty good hit that he took, and he was tough and he came back. You know, he very easily could have been like, man, I'm out for this game, but he came back and answered the bell and played well too after that. And sometimes you need to get your you know head knocked around a little bit to kind of shake it off of stuff. So I think overall it was positive. The special teams play was huge. Um, we had a pretty good return by uh, Trey, you know, punt return. I like to have, I like that he had a little bit of, of, uh, you know, swag or whatever you want to call it to kind of pause and let it kind of set up. That lets you know, he has some experience back there. Right. Um, and then, you know, I think overall the coverage was okay. And then, you know, the kicking was good. So I think, you know, there's pot, there's a ton of positive to do and they can still continue to work on it. And it's a big opportunity for them, you know, heading in against Rutgers to, uh, you know, show some maturity. Short week, lots of questions about, you know, who's going to play, whatever recovery time is there, a day shorter to recover yeah, I mean, and that's rehab. A, yeah, and, that's, that's, you know, you but, know that's. But but here's the here's the thing. Listen to Greg Schiano today in their pressure. He's going through the very same thing. Yeah, where he, the, he's got six or seven players that he'd like to have that he's not sure he's going to have. At the end of the day, when you get out, when you get ready to play football, you'll be ready to go. 
We, you, you, I mean, it's amazing that how many times I felt like crap Monday to all the way till like Saturday. Woke up Sunday and like, all right, I could deal with this. Well, it's Friday night. I don't uh, think anybody's fresh right now. No. There, ain't nobody's like, oh, man, my body feels great. Because yeah. if you feel great right now, you ain't been doing nothing. You haven't been playing. So yeah. we'll throw it to break. When we come back, we'll make somebody smile. And then 5 o'clock, we'll, head, we'll turn our eyes towards Rutgers. What's in play? Who's in play for the Scarlet Knights as the Huskers travel there uh, and try to get on a win streak? We'll do that when we come back to Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.